0: This is the end of Jax, as we know. Him. This is when Jax becomes different. From here on out, Jax is not a good person.
1: Don't you know that the music should be
0: solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Kim Coates. And this is Theory. What the fuck is, is going, going
1: on? on. Theo, what the fuck is going on? Look at you. Like, Kim, when can we see this movie? movie? Next week, you're next
0: week. Can I see it Sunday? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll pull the dailies. They'll pull the dailies just for me. Let me tell you something. We're still in the same location. I'm just in a I'm just in a different angle here. And um, I know why. And I can't tell
1: anybody. <laughs> I know why, because I'm Kim Coates, Kim Coates
0: that's right kim kote kim kote Kote. so you're in you're in a different you're in the same hotel different hotel different location i just found out from hbo i'm going to be here for a year and a half so a year and a half
1: yeah yeah we're having a couple of issues here on my living there yeah yeah i'm going to be here for about a year and a half it's okay um just keep dying my hair and dying my sideburns what the fuck
0: yeah just hide out like you're on the run (laughs) um this is this is um a lot of people are going to uh I want to say a couple of things before we get started. Please. First and foremost, thank you to everyone who listens to this show for letting the two dumbasses who are on this thing right I'm now. I'm dumbass speak. 1, you dumbass 1A. Dumbass 1A, dumbass 1. But dumbass 1A, which is me, listen to dumbass 1, which was you, <laughs> who said <laughs> who said Opie, we lose Opie in episode five, which by the way is a fucking lie. We don't lose him in episode. Completely wrong. Okay. So you, if you. He's still in episode five, though. That's right. He is. And you were right. He's laying down at that time. That's right. So here you and I are thinking, oh, we got time. Let's get Emilio on. Let's just have a cool episode of us doing whatever, not knowing. That this is one of the most monumental episodes. I know episodes. nothing. I know nothing. Nothing, you know, Theo. Now, do you know why this? So, point is, this is the most monumental episode beyond the episode, which we'll explain. Because this symbolized way more for us as a crew yep. and a show than than this did. So, we decided that we wouldn't be doing Emilio any justice by having him on the show during such a monumental episode. So yeah. we're, we're, we're moving that to next week, potentially we just got to see. And then, you know, obviously we're, we're, we're talking to some other people to get them on because this is all now this rapid acceleration of our wrongness and thank God for our fans who, who tell us or our family, they, 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 they tell us who cares. They tell us who cares, but then but they stop. Say we care. Knuckleheads, yeah, don't be idiots, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so Lane Pipe, which we should have known if we even ever looked fucking didn't, ahead, didn't even think about it, didn't even look ahead. No, who's got time? We don't have time. <laughs> and before we get into this, because I don't want to jump ahead too quick, I'm going to tell you that. I am fucking blown away. I watched it last night. I was sick to my stomach. I had to eat a lot of popcorn because I was, I I brought up more emotion than I thought it would not just because of what happened, but because I remember this time in our lives and everything that was going on and how, and this is what I started the show by saying This was such a monumental moment, not just for a TV show, not just for the fans in the world that come to see it many months later, but for all of us, which we'll get into. Um, But we'll start that in a minute. So, uh, so Amelia is not going to be on this episode, guys. Uh, It it, it just wasn't fair to him to do that. And, uh, and we have a lot to talk about. So we're going to, well, and that's,
1: and that. that's, that's, that's right. And Emilio has been busy too. Like, like the two of us have, and he said, absolutely not a problem. We'll we'll get him next weekend and can't wait. And this, this, this episode, like we, 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 you shouldn't even have Ryan on
0: for this episode because there's just so much to talk about, you know? Yeah. He's filming, Emilio's filming that, uh, the flaming hot Cheetos movie. Do you know about that? No. So Eva Longoria, who I worked with and who I absolutely adore and always, and I think she's one of the more she's great. She's great. She's amazing. She's directing a movie based on the guy. Oh, no. who created That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I heard Cheetos.
1: that. Are losing that?
0: Yeah. Emilio's in it. I'm not sure what role he's playing, but that guy's story is amazing. He was like. I'm going to totally butcher the story, but everybody should look it up. It's super motivational. I think he was like a janitor at Fritos or did mm. something at Fritos was working like, you know, a smaller job and then created the flaming hot thing. And now he's, you know, obviously doing pretty good, pretty good. Um, but I know it's like a super motivational story. I think his name's Richard or something. I, I don't know. But Amelia's doing that. Um, Perfect. And I think that he just wrapped up on that. So we'll we'll have him in. I have lots to say. That'll be great. Yeah. Are you. uh, So you're not going to be back here. I'm in your hometown. I'll be leaving here soon, hopefully next week. And then you'll be coming back in about 10 years. I'm stuck
1: here for a while, buddy boy. (laughs) Uh, I know that we have to end in Washington, D.C., but I have no idea when that will be. Yeah, we're, we've are we got some, yeah, anyway. yeah. You got we're golf here.
0: courses out there? You're playing golf? Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You like that golf thing, huh?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm pretty good at it, too, actually. I know. Rumor, don't you rumor has you, it. Don't you feel like it takes up a lot of time? Uh, I got nothing but time. I'm playing Frank Sturgis. I'm I not know. playing Howard Hunt. I'm playing Frank Sturgis. I'm not even playing Lena. I'm not even playing Howard's wife. The point is, we're having a great time, but we're a little on the down low right now, a little on the down low. And if I wasn't golfing, I'd be doing something else. And we won't even talk about what that would be. Are you so, golfing with people from the show? No, solo. Wow. You just go out there and
0: golf, huh? Well, there's
1: no one. There's no one. None, none of my do you listen to music. Make... Do you like no. what? do you do? you I drink just... beer and I play golf and I ah. hit it well. And I chump a chip and I get a bogey, sometimes a double bogey. The birdie. What if say somebody no, behind you? Be what if somebody behind you is like, "Hurry up, hurry up!" Do you like get pushed? From I, I tell them, just go fuck right off, buddy. Right, keep it down, pal. You know, play through. Is that
0: a line? Play through, right?
1: Don't Sometimes we we had to go through. <laughs> 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 we had to go through these three boys, teenagers. They're like nineteen or twenty. Me and two other guys, and uh, they were really slow. And finally, we just run a par five, and we just hit, and we just fucking hit. <laughs> they were looking in the orchard for their balls. We just hit. And as we pulled up, I said, son, we'll be playing through. And by the time they could say it sounds good, we played right through and we never got stopped.
0: So wait that, a second. You know? Let me get this straight. Are you saying that
1: you join on with like two strangers to play? Let me tell you a quick little story. It's like my wife goes, wait a minute. You had another dinner by yourself? Well, well yeah, I go to movies, but I'm, like, I'm a, I'm a yeah, traveling. So do. I do
0: everything by myself. Please. Please.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I get to the golf. I appreciate
0: course. doing things by myself, but I get to the golf course. They
1: see who I am. Sometimes they recognize me. Sometimes I don't, but I always call ahead and say, can I join a twosome or a threesome? They go, absolutely. I get there and I go, Hey, Bob. Hey, Jim, I'm Kim. They go, Oh, Kim, jam. No, Kim. Oh, Kim, Kim. Oh, that's a, that's a, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's my name. And then I play. And if they recognize me, we figure it out after four or five holes. And if they don't, I can play 18 in perfect silence, striping the ball, having fun. See you later. Got your own cart and all that. Got my own cart.
0: I don't ride with anybody else. What an interesting thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess I I do. I, you know, I run every day on my own, but that's because I'm running. Nobody can run on my back or something. No, no, that's right.
1: You know, come on. You're always listening to music. You know oh, what yeah. this 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 Hudson Valley is like? I didn't. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, I know it well. it's, it's so really beautiful. Really oh my goodness. Woodstock. Yeah, we're all it's all right here. It's stunning. One of
0: my so people I'm having so it up. underrated. Upstate New York is super underrated. Yeah. Yeah. I do everything alone and I uh I appreciate it. I um uh, I'm actually avoiding humans more and more as I get older. Um I don't have I don't really care for them. <laughs> <laughs> do you miss Benji? I miss Benito, but I can't wait to see. I just got a great video of Juno uh jumping in one of the lakes. Man, the I love that dog. Yeah, I was thinking about them because I went. I uh yesterday I went to have a, a lunch with our guy Charles Murray in uh, a. You did? Yeah, right. Right, literally right next to. So I was I with was another. CM. He's great. You know, we both don't like people, so it's kind of great when we're together. Um. We went, you know, where we went right down the block from my old place in uh, Eagle Rock. Oh, God. Literally. How much do we love that house? I know. You amazing. know, that Mexican joint that we went to all the time? Uh, no, we had went that right across food? the spot to a new vegan spot right across. And, uh-huh. um, you know, oh, you know where we were? Check this mm. out.
1: Mm.
0: You would love this. Literally directly across the street from where we filmed. Uh, I'm going to forget the character. It's coming up soon. Peter Weller played Bartowski. Bartowski played the cop. Played the cop, and he had that donut shop and and that sandwich shop. Yeah, and it was down the block from my house. Yeah, and remember, we used to film in Eagle Rock all All the time. time. So where we were sitting at our table was directly across from that bakery.
1: Oh, that used to be a burger joint. I don't know what it is now.
0: It's a bakery. Oh. Yeah. It, no, it's always been. It's, it's an old Russian bakery. And uh, that was his place. Remember, we were always in the bakery. Remember, there was a shootout there. We Hang all on a second. There. I'm confused. Are you, are you telling me
1: you're shooting in that bakery that he... we used You to- guys shot in that bakery. Correct. Is
0: that where you I had was lunch? eating across the street. Across from the street bakery. from that Right. Yeah. And uh, it was really weird to see it because one, I used to live down the block. But two, I remember how excited I was when we were filming there because I was like, I could walk to work. Come on. I used to park in that big Target yeah. Macy's parking
1: lot and just walked to the set. It was fantastic. Isn't that crazy? Wow, your that your house like is right so, up the
0: street. Right up the street. Yeah, that house. Talk about uh, what he offered because remember I was renting it and then uh, yeah. and then he wanted me to buy it. It was a first AD and uh, and I was like, nah, it had like some crack in the foundation or something. I was like, nah. I just saw the house listed for like four times what he asked me to buy it for, and that was like a couple of years ago. That was
1: like 2010 eleven. yeah, like ten years ago, 12. The wow. yeah. house
0: is so much money right now. Um, yeah, so speaking of back in those days, um here we go. I, I think it was
1: have... I think it was Opie's voice who opened uh, previously
0: on. I think it was this was a really interesting time. I think we should start with this. This was an interesting time. I don't want I don't know how much we can say. So I'm going to say as much as I think we can say. But between season 4 and 5, we had a bit of a tumultuous time. Would you agree between actors and, and and the show and, and kind of where we were. And I think a lot of people on both sides of the (laughs) fence were feeling themselves, meaning that. And what I mean by that was that. We wanted something. They wanted something. Everybody wanted something. And it was very hard for people to come into an agreement of where we were. We were very aware that the show was the biggest thing on the planet, it felt like correct. Certainly
1: the biggest thing at FX and that, that they've ever had, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. And if we felt were in like, the top, we were
1: in the top five or six television shows, certainly on cable of all time, right then. Yeah. Right, right there.
0: And it felt like we were being talked about everywhere. And it felt like it had definitely taken over our lives. And I think that we were in this weird position of like, hey, we all love each other, we're all together. What are we doing? And then all of a sudden, like, we weren't all together. Like, things started getting a little weird. And you and I were, like, you know, talking. I think it felt like every minute between all this. Um, And then things started to change. And we kind of found out relatively early before we started the season that Opie wasn't going to be around. And that was a major blow to us because I think every one of us, and we've said it on the show a lot, was like, but he's going to be the last man standing. Like he's. This was the beginning.
1: This was the beginning with five, six, and seven. When Sutter said, of all you leads, we will let you know at the beginning of the season, if you're going to die that Mm -hmm. season. Didn't happen with Piney. Didn't happen with many others. No,
0: they didn't let them know.
1: They didn't let them know. No. So now we were told. Now the new rule was ahead. you're going to find out before you start the season. Yeah. And so Ryan got that phone call and uh, we all, you know, we, I've talked about this. I know a bit more about Shakespeare than you do, but Horatio, who Ryan kind of was. I mean, that's we've talked about this many times. Hamlet's best friend is Horatio. We thought he'd be the only one standing at the end. We thought everybody else would be gone somehow yeah. in that Hamlet-esque theme. Yeah. Then as the seasons went on, we realized it was just a theme. It wasn't, you know, it's Sons of Anarchy. And all of a sudden, boom, what? What?
0: Opie's going to be killed. Whoa. Yeah. And, and and again, take the theme away. It was also he was one of, if not the most popular characters on the show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we all had our own. He lanes. was called the Golden Goose. Yeah. We all had our we own. All, we
1: all. Sorry to interrupt, but we all had that title. You certainly did. I certainly did. Uh, being called the Golden Goose at certain times, yeah. but Ryan was the overall supporting Golden Goose for sure. And well, he was a
0: big part of the heartbeat. Like he was yeah. the goodness. You know what I mean? Like he was mm-hmm. the one who was fighting against the badness. Yeah. And and I don't believe because I I will say after watching this, this is the end of Jax as we know. This is when Jax becomes different from here on out Jax is not a good person I will stand by that he gets something snaps in his character and I believe that it changed everything on this show from here on out you can't wait
1: can't wait to keep discovering what you just said
0: yeah so point is we we know this is happening and but we didn't know how we didn't know what we just knew that it was happening Not in episode five, in episode three, which could have been been, episode 10, could have been 11, could have been eight, which is right away. Like episode three is like right away in the grand scheme of starting the season, because first one we know it's, hey, this is the new season, all the glitz and glamour. Second one usually lays out what's going to be. Here's the big bad. Here's what's going on. And then third, you kind of start telling the story. And whoa, what? He's gone. Well. We've got Gemma taking it from
1: you know where. With yep. you've got Tig losing his daughter. You've got all of a sudden Pope comes on board. We what we're in prison, and Opie's dead. All in the first three episodes. Like all in the first God. three episodes. Oh shit!
0: So I'm going to go to my notes here, and I'm going to say that here we go. Um, the episode's already nuts in the beginning. Yeah. Um, because it opens with the prison. You guys, yeah. did you shoot in that real prison that I just yeah. shot in? Yeah. yeah. You shot in that real prison, right? With the real prisoners there while we were shooting. Yeah. We
1: we never ran into any of them. Those were all extras. I don't think they were real prisoners. unfortunately, I think they were all extras, but we were outside. It was a real prison. That's all I know. I
0: just shot there. What happens is uh, there's a part of the prison that they have shut down for filming. That's where we were. Yeah. And, and all the, the extras in that scene, a lot of them are actually uh, uh, guys who have just no got time. out. Yeah. Because there's a big extra agency of people. They just got out. It was so great to talk yeah. to them. Yeah. Welcome. Well, like, yeah. you know, big fans. They just got out. Yeah. It's amazing. That guy, uh, I forget his name who has that agency. It's for formerly incarcerated yeah, people. And right. it's a great no, way right. to give. We them met him. Great guy. Yeah. It's uh, it's to stop recidivism, so uh, of of people going back, back give them a yeah. job, yeah. So pretty amazing and uh, extremely authentic, obviously, when you're looking at them and what they're doing. So the crew gets saved right away. Uh, Romeo <laughs> and somebody put something in place for them to be saved, um, which is kind of cool. You guys are coming in and think right away because I had to catch up in my head that Pope's going to make it a problem. The Niners are going to make it a problem for you guys. You know what's something that you can talk about quick before we get into it, because it's going to come really later, is how much of this is Tig's fault? (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) Hang on.
1: Just stop right there. Oh. Yeah. Um yeah, it's in here.
0: I I'll come to it, but why I, I is got, this why why did I not know this when we were filming?
1: I, I went, this isn't all his fault, but this is Tig's fault.
0: Uh, well, actually, if you really no, think about no. it, it's actually all his fault.
1: Well, I I guess what I what I what I mean is this story is so large. what are we doing there in the first place what are we doing selling guns what are we doing with the irish what are we doing with the cartel what are we doing with this what are we doing with that so but but to wipe out pope's daughter in a in a fit of rage to 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 get back at uh the black issue with sons of anarchy which was turned out to be a lie
0: because you thought they shot clay
1: that that's exactly what i mean Which turned out to be a lie so he's going after that guy. He's going after my, my, our boy and wipe out his, his yeah, girlfriend Tori. instead. Tori. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, this, this is literally, uh, takes fault for sure.
0: So we cut to Gemma in bed with Nero, and they're interrupted by Carla. We talked about this. She's y- y- Carla seems to be, for lack of a better word, the madam, or you know whatever it is. Um, she seemingly interrupts them every time they're together. I, and I find it interesting that Gemma always
1: wakes up confused. So either confused. sex is either sex is extremely good, and she or just, she's getting drugged, by or Nero. she's getting drugged because uh, she's always doesn't know where what. What's with the hickeys? Who made this decision? Well. And it's like no grade 12 work did make a hickey that big. It's the size of a goddamn why you know, is there six of them? Grapefruit. I don't know.
0: It looks like they went in a pool with leeches. <laughs> <laughs> they did water world. Well. Put put that <laughs> leech from waterworld well right there. <laughs> each out the water. It's silly. It's ridiculous. And, and uncalled for, but whatever. So we're back. Oh, Nero. Pup.
1: Nero's showing off his beautiful spider web tattoo yeah means he served a lot of time He he made sure he got that in in that shot he leans on the bed right
0: there look at that yeah jimmy had a lot of tattoos in that show put on jimmy's so Um,
1: freaking good so good
0: so good so we're back at the clubhouse the guys are safe for now romeo wants to meet clay's officially pining he's doing shots he's got the whole thing um and they're they're got to go meet. Right. We're finding out where the, the guys are in prison. This is the beginning of us all being separated on set, by the way.
1: And here here it goes. Bobby is the VP.
0: I know
1: he's calling there's the no too, runs the behind the bar. First time Bobby's ever told Clay what we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's on. You were sitting right there. you were
0: there that, that day.
1: Clay's got, you know, looking
0: like his best planning
1: impersonation.
0: I remember how weird it all felt. I did remember that moment, and I remember this. I say this because I keep talking about how this was a shift for us culturally as a show and how this was a shift for the show. Yeah. But you have to understand, I liked the show the way it was. I liked Clay being president and having the dynamic against Jackson and so guys I. and your faction and the younger faction and all this and the internal stuff and Gemma trying to manipulate so We decided that we were going to flip the entire thing on its head. And now it was just I remember being confused, like Bobby's coming in and telling people what to do. And Clay is like half dead and like half piney, half play. Yeah. What's going on here? And if I'm feeling this, what is the audience feeling? Right. Like I was like, this is just weird. Um, What is that on my shirt? Yeah. So it was just a very interesting time, I remember. So now we got Gemma shows up and she's staring at Clay, right? Clay's a mess. She's well, and you, you, you and him, you and Ronnie found in the middle of that frame
1: so beautifully. No, you <laughs> know, there's Bobby and Gemma having a conversation and Adam Arkin, who directed this must say, you guys just go right, you guys get right in the middle. We, we tell them who Adam,
0: Arkin, tell them who Adam Arkin is. Adam Arkham directed this. and He also played uh, Zobel. Zobel. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, is this the first one he directed? No. No? No. <laughs> he directed one before this?
1: Yes, he did. Which and it one? Was re- it was a very famous one where William Lucking grabbed oh, Allie God. on the neck and lifted her up in that Ooh. scene. Yeah. Adam directed that show. So that he's back. We got him back.
0: Thank, got him back.
1: Thank the Lord. We got thank him back. Lord, he, you know, he should
0: have never
1: sure he would have been back. Not that it was Alan's fault. But no,
0: it wasn't Adam's fault. Alan is his great dad actor, who's one of the best actors to ever live. Alan Arkin. Um, Adam, uh great dude, a really good director, too. Great guy, really good director. Yeah, he's actually recently on a show with Katie. Yeah. Rebel rebel did they pick that up they canceled no, that i think they canceled it yeah i think they canceled it after like 10 minutes too or something like they were three shows like, or something yeah yeah it's like one of those ones where i don't even understand why they make them anymore they're like oh we made it and we're canceled. No,
1: we're let like, it go 13 shows let it like, figure itself out yeah see we, let what play out what let it apply people you should run a studio nine, let's buy a studio you and me for real
0: there's nine I'm million tv shows on the fucking air you can't Give people a chance to find it, I know, like it pisses me off. I don't even know, whatever. All right, okay, so Pope at the prison. Um, again, this shows his power, Theo. I'm in the prison, I did that episode.
1: I completely forgot the Pope came to the prison and how the guards are on the take, and there's money everywhere. Pope's basically the warden, the sergeant.
0: He's Everything. the gangster. He's everybody. If if I did see this episode, which my mind keeps telling me I didn't, I think that I only have seen parts of it, the Opie stuff, because none of this makes sense to me, what's happening here. In this episode, I don't remember any of it. I did not know Pope was going to be there. When they called Jax away, I was like, oh, shit, are they going to beat him up? I was like, what's happening? We got here? all about it. Yep. So there's Pope. Basically, he tells him the way it is. Jax is in a no win situation.
1: Pub says this is not a discussion. No. It's not it's 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 not about you. It's about you learning how to survive. That's all you're going to do here Jax,
0: Teller. And then, then he learn says how the best and then he says the best line ever.
1: And then Jax goes,
0: I'm not going to war. You're already po- in it son. Yeah, yeah. Fucking A. you're already in it. <laughs> I had to tell myself that. No, I'm already in so it. So good what a fucking line and he tells him as he's leaving oh fuck man um okay so gemma goes to see the kids not happening right that that, of course here we go Warpath. gemma warpath gemma family
1: child grandsons warpath
0: good for katie that she got to go and work all the time like on her own with like guest stars and stuff like she just comes in gets to do her thing yeah Gemma Island are you on Gemma, Gemma Island this Island. week or not like come yeah. on what a fucking you 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 had time on Gemma Island so did I had I. some good time so did I you had time on Gemma Island you're on up. Clay Island right now I'm on Clay Island I remember me and Ronnie would be the only ones in work Nigel would be there with us and we'd just be the only ones coming up where it'd be like all right we're going to that apartment set again and Juice is doing his laundry, you know, and and there he is. Like that was that was our fucking. <laughs> yeah, so interesting. So, okay, so Tara's basically sets her straight and says, "Calm down. Here's the deal. You don't tell me shit." Tara's turning in. We know Tara's becoming Gemma. This whole thing they're playing out. So, Opie starts schooling Jacks. Right. Well, hang on, hang on. So
1: Gemma's in the work <clears throat> path. No visit. Oh yeah. So Tara sees the hickey. Yeah. And she says, wrap a, wrap, ra- wrap, a scarf around that. Cause yeah. I, I want to come back to this coming up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so guy funny. Guy. She goes, Put it, what are you, what are you in high school? Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll come back to that. Ha ha. Then we go back to
0: Opie. Yeah. And he's basically schooling Jackson. This is really, oh, they're in blue now. Yeah. They're, they're, in in, in blue. they're in blue. They're in, in lockup. Everybody's going. been two in a cell, two in a cell. It just so happens to be Opie and Jax. You know, this is really interesting, right? Because their dynamic has been since the beginning of the show. So five seasons ago, since the beginning, that's his best friend. They're best friends. They've known each other since school. They've been together since kindergarten. And Opie has always been the one to kind of keep him in line, right? And if it wasn't Opie, it was his dad, Piney. Those were the yeah. two. Those were the bumpers on the bowling alley for Jacks Teller that were like, anytime he went askew, it was like Piney, Opie, Piney, Opie. Piney's gone. So Opie is now the voice of reason, right. right? So you're, right. you're watching this episode and there is no thought in your mind. If anything, I'm watching it going Obi's going to become the new piney, like even more where he's going to be the guy on the outside, always keeping Jackson line. Oh, maybe he's not even going to be part of the club. He might be working in some garage, but he's always Jack's going to go to him for advice, right? Like that's now what I just realized in saying this, and you probably don't even know this in the original, original pilot, mm. which was called forever. Sam crow, the original show. Had a different title. It wasn't called Sons of Anarchy. In the original script, no mm-hmm. TIG, no mm-hmm. TIG, mm-hmm. before Scott Glenn was cast as Clay, there was a character. I would love to get my hands on this. Go. It was, he, I got to find it somewhere. He was, he was an older ex, like an older ex member of the club who uh-huh. was sober, who was sober who didn't wear the patch anymore, but worked in some garage. And Jax would go see him to get mentored. And he was really good friends with his dad. Well, I wonder if that was, what's his name? I wonder if that was the kid
1: whose dad was so close with John Teller Yeah, and the dad kind of died and
0: we all didn't know how he died wonder if it was him. Well, he, well, what I think happened is, so this character was originally in the original pilot. I got to find out what his name was. But Jax would go see him, like yeah, right I'll out to you. see him. i bet you. And he was friends with his, with John Teller, and he would he would advise him. Right. And then ultimately, when the entire show changed, I think that parts of that character became Piney, parts of it became ah, Popey, parts yeah, of it be. became... The the guy who died who fixed his bike and they basically took this one character and broke it into different pieces right which happens a lot, um, but now we're losing any mentor that Jacks yeah. has Nero kind of becomes a little of that later I think right or yeah. somebody, but but we Opie's sitting there he's schooling Jacks he's telling him and we realize that Jacks didn't tell the crew the whole story he doesn't tell them that Pope wants. Yeah, I just said yeah.
1: nice, nice little lie to Tig Chibs and Opie. Yeah, big which lie. Is,
0: why, why do you think he lied?
1: He's trying to figure it out. Mm. He's he's in such a pickle. By the way, um, I, I just remembered that I lost a scene in this in this episode. Oh, which one? Uh, it's it's back. It's completely gone. Just before the big the big scrap coming up in in the, in the prison yard. Well, you know, I'll wait till we get there. Keep going.
0: All right, but it didn't happen yet. It hasn't come up yet. Coming up. Okay, tell me when it is because I love scenes I that were cut. You filmed it. We did. Okay, good. So the crew, the crew now goes to talk to Galindo. Bobby is taking charge completely. Boy, is he ever to to Louis and to to Romeo? Right? Is Romeo? Yep. Even,
1: you know, it wasn't there. It was just Louie, wasn't it? Just Louie. No,
0: we we didn't. Treyo a lot didn't like show up. Like not show up. I don't mean that. Like he. A lot of times he was working so much. So busy. Bring, that guy. You would bring yeah. Benito in and yeah. not have Romeo. Correct. Um, and it would be like his underboss just came to kind of talk. Yeah. Um, Juice being Clay's driver. Uh, I was full jaw acting. I hate watching myself back in the day when I didn't know how to act. Well, um, now, that, now that you pointed it out a little bit, but it
1: wasn't too bad.
0: <laughs> it was pretty bad.
1: No, it wasn't uh, too
0: bad. But it's really it's good. Funny. It's a good scene, though. Really good scene. Yeah. He wants Gemma back. And he's like, no, basically. Uh, no. No, I don't know. I'm and not then he goes, come it. on, please, juice, it's killing me. And I thought everything's killing you. You look like you half dead anyway. You. You're dying. Yeah. Um, but those those scenes are really fun, you know, in the in the vans when you do them, because it's like you got one camera here. All right. We're going to shoot it this way. You got one camera here. We're going to shoot it this way. You got three takes. OK, let's move on. And that's it. But yeah, I was uh, but this is when I was trying to bring back some semblance of comedy in the show because I knew how heavy they were. And then like uh, it, it was just this was starting to establish the relationship with Juice and Clay. Yeah. So Gemma goes to see Wendy. And again, we start realizing how nefarious and evil Gemma is.
1: I just love the way Drea crosses her legs. The way she crosses her legs. It's like, no one's going to fuck with you
0: No, No one's going to tell
1: She's a bad ass and she's She's a brilliant actor. And when she crosses her legs like that, it's like, you know, some guys, they do this. They cross their arms. You know, okay. What? Very insecure. Stop crossing your arms, uncross them and just be in it. Just be real. But Drea, man, when she crosses her legs like
0: that, like a guy, like a sheriff, she's like, "Uh uh-uh. What do you got? I just read a book on body language called What Everybody is Saying Uh, by this former CIA uh, analyst. Yeah. And um, the body tells so much, right? Tells everything, actually. Hands, body, the whole thing. Really helpful for acting, by the way, but uh, really, really helpful for life in general. But one of the things that I thought was interesting that I learned in that was I always was told crossing your arms was you're being. Uh, shut off shut down shut, shut down yeah, yeah not true by the way mm. it's just a, a really comfortable pose mm. what he said was in the book that most people uh will cross their arms because it's way more comfortable than putting your arms to your side mm. so i thought that was pretty interesting just a fun fact after reading <laughs> that book. very um, interesting
1: do you know why do you know why a lot of hockey coaches have their arms crossed behind the bench because it's fucking freezing Well,
0: that's another thing. It keeps you warm
1: too. It keeps you a little bit warmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm actually. uh, So Gemma's playing a very wicked game right here. With I mean, Gemma's up to. It's just so annoying too.
0: It's so annoying. So annoying. It's so wrong. I hate it. And then, and then we go to Jackson Opie having this combo, and the guard asking, "Fuck that guard, man! I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Um, I know we have big stuff coming up with him later, but he's been in a ton of shit, right?" Okay, where are you jumping to now? Sam? No, it's the next thing. Jax and Obi having the convo, and the guard walks into the prison. It's right yeah, after good. Tara. Right keep after going. one. Okay, keep
1: going. So yeah, he's
0: done. Jax tells him the truth. He tells him everything. Okay. And we see Jax breaking a little, right? Like, he's fucked up. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what to do. And I'm going to tell you something that I noticed in this episode. In that scene. Anybody who's watching that scene, if not, go back. Watch Opie make the decision in his head that it's going to be him. Okay. Just hang on a second. Just, just hang on a second. Uh,
1: okay. Is that where we are? Yeah. Have we bypassed the whole big fight in prison?
0: We're not there yet.
1: Okay. Okay. Keep
0: going. So did we? Wait. Did we? No. No. Oh fuck, we did. Sorry. I you know, listen, this is why I do you I need to go do what you do where you're on the <laughs> paper. You're right. right. Listen, hey, fuck you, because you're right, because I was wrong. I like that. being right. Yeah. Well, good good luck, because that's the first one. That's on. the
1: first one. All right. So let's okay, just go the to the big
0: brawl. Go to big the brawl. big brawl. Go Let's back. go there.
1: This is where I this is where I lost the scene. This is where Tommy okay, back. back in the day. Tommy came up to me on the bench and was consoling me and talking about Dawn and talking about how I was and talking about, you are going to be all right? And I'm all fucked up. And then Charlie came over and said, here we go. Get ready. We're going to start the fucking fight. So that was, that was pulled out. Didn't have time for that. Wait, go back to that.
0: So. Right after the Wendy scene, the big brawl is about to go down where everybody's hitting each other and beating each other up in the yard.
1: Yeah. And and that's right. And that's that's all shown. And I also want to say in there that they used very little of that scene. We filmed that fight scene out in that courtyard all day. And they used just snippets of it. And it was freaking hot. I'm not complaining. Stunt guys were great, but they they used you could tell that they were time constrained. What part of your scene got cut? all of it you can barely see my hair my right ear basically going down to bite the guy like which was what tig did all the
0: time I'm anyway Tig did
1: got that's bit all, and bit got bit and bit people that's all that's all the show tommy i don't even i think tommy had one punch ryan i don't even think we saw charlie a bit took on the big guy
0: and then it's over we that, that big guy used to work with me did he when I was a waiter in a restaurant and a bar back and a bartender at this uh, place in L.A., he was the security guard. So, yeah, well, there he was. And he was he's a, he's a big giant. as an oak tree. He's a giant. giant. So I have so many questions about this. So. You have this big brawl. What what did Tig say on the scene they cut? Is it just the action stuff or did you say something just before the brawl?
1: Tig mm-hmm. is at a picnic bench. And we have a whole scene with Tommy and me, talking about dawn, talking about how I feel, talking about what a drag, talking about you're gonna be okay, brother. And that what, kind of And stuff. what was take like lost? Lost. Yeah, just like it was horrible. Did and he now, ever
0: like say like this is all my fault, or he's just? I don't
1: remember. I don't remember. I just remember that we had a beautiful scene, and I'm, I probably probably said something about we wouldn't be here. Uh, if 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 I would have done that, or we shouldn't be here, or I'm sure I there was some, cut scenes. There was something like that gone. Yeah, some of the peeps have been showing some pretty cool, like that. Was, was it ever
0: a, on the DVD that cut scene, or just never no idea? It. Mm.
1: There was one a couple of weeks ago where I guess I forgot they were going to cremate Dawn and Gemma and Chucky had a beautiful little scene where there was a broken uh, china plate and Chucky was told by Gemma, where are you going? Gemma said, we're going to go. Cre- Don's going to be cremated. And Chucky didn't know. And he was completely like, remember, he had that nice little oh, moment. Yeah, he had a s- thing for her. A little thing for her. And he got very emotional. And he put this cracked plate inside. And he put that inside where, where uh, she was going to be cremated. Oh, that's was cool. Cremated. So that was all. That didn't make it. There's so many scenes that don't make it right. But anyway, um, then Charlie so comes then over. Then you guys
0: go into lockdown. And. <clears throat> completely uncalled for. I know probably a lot of people loved it, but um, they just show you guys all naked. Well, and let me just say, there's a there's a very funny story there where <laughs>
1: there's, you know, the lights are pretty low and, and we got, you know, we got Ryan, Charlie, Kim, and Tommy in that order. We got my, my other four buddies on the other side. It's very mm-hmm. dark, a lot of prison guards, and we are doing more, Push ups, more, more doing, more crunches, push ups. You remember if it was morning or night? Middle of the afternoon. Middle you of the afternoon. Were, you guys were all flexing, and we were all sweating and flexing and sweating and flexing. Cock socks were falling, and they you were just on, had were socks
0: off. on, right? Yeah, There's little cock socks.
1: Cock socks on, off, on, off. You know, but what I remember the most, and I wish Tommy was here right now, he would concur. I just turned around to talk to him, and his back was to me. And out of nowhere, he just went poof. Like he didn't see me coming. He was stretching his, and he punched me right in the face. Wow. Punched me right in the face. I went, fuck, man. He goes, Cutsy, go I do What
0: are you what are you doing? I'm just flexing. I was flexing. Flexing. You flex me right in the jaw. I remember people don't realize, like, I'm in in the film I'm in now. I'm uh I was just telling you I'm naked again. And it's really interesting, right? Because you you do the whole uh we call it a cocksuck. I'm sure there's a more, uh, it's a sock. It's a for sock. Your cock. Okay.
1: So that, <laughs> that's why it's called a cocksuck. What's your point?
0: <laughs> like the red hot chili peppers. Yeah. And, um, and basically, you know, you just, it, it, it's that's it. That's it. So here you are in this big room with all these people, Super sweaty, super hot. Well, super. And, and
1: of course, Michelle, who was your makeup artist and mine.
0: Yeah. Michelle uh, garbin Shout out.
1: Yeah, Michelle. God, I miss her. Anyway, mm-hmm. we were all being touched outside in this little area. And then no one was allowed in because we all had you know gowns on. And then we would drop the gowns, drop prowl, get in there, get in line. Okay, the camera's gonna be we're just gonna Okay, here we go. Ash shot, ash
0: shot. Anyway, let's go. Come on. It's all hot. We, so it's I get- ass shots all around. I do think that the scene was uncalled for, but okay, it's a little strange. Um, Wendy and Tara scene. Gemma plays everyone. Tara basically tells her, "I know what the fuck you're doing. I know what's going on. Cut the shit." Um, and uh, basically, we now know. I gotta say,
1: maybe it's me. Tell me it's me. I don't fucking care. You know me. Bit soap opera. Yeah. Just a bit soap opera in here. Just The, the writing was a bit. And, well, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Point?
0: But what, what,
1: what, what? You know, like, fuck off.
0: I guess Tara, here's, what, here's my question. What's the point of it? Is it just to show Gemma like Tara and Gemma separation? Is it to bring Wendy back into the fold? Like, what's the point? What's the yeah. Point? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then and then this is when we're Wendy and Tara together. Right. And Tara goes, she calls her an ex junkie yep. bike, biker yep. whore. Yep. Like that's, that's pure Kurt Sutter right there. All right. So that, that's that.
0: Okay. Let's so get back to the boys. Now the boys are in blue. Now they're well, in blue. Here we go. Tell Because I jumped the gun before. I jumped so the me- gun
1: just a bit. But now we're in blue. And I, I, I got to say, so it's Jackson Opie. Yep. And I said, you know, and the guard comes in who's fucking great. He's fucking great. God, was he freaking. Good.
0: So he tells hated boys, him from the second he walked in.
1: Yeah. That's either really good acting or you're an asshole and you know how to act. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one or the other. We're yeah, not going to get I don't know him well
0: enough to know.
1: To know. We don't know. I know that he's been in a bunch of shit, but fuck kid, He was the guy. So he tells those boys what's going to happen. Now, you know what I noticed? What? I noticed that Opie after the guard leaves, he stays laying down for yep. a long time. It's almost as if Opie's thinking, "I don't know. It's too early to plan. Oh, it's going to be me. It's going to be me." I'm not saying that, but I'm. I'm just saying that Ryan Hurst as Opie. There was there was no more trying anymore. It it just. Uh,
0: oh, he won. I mean, you want it. There is a clear change in playing the character in this episode. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm not saying it didn't work, but there is a clear oh God. change. Yeah, because it worked amazingly. But there is a clear change in the way he was playing Opie in this episode.
1: And this yeah. is all—all all the truths. Jax is giving him all the truths. Yeah,
0: and he makes the choice. You see him make the choice. It's when he sits up in the bed. He makes a choice. He puts his hair back like he was doing all the time, that's, you know, the lion it. name, and he puts gotcha. it back and you can tell in his eyes, he looks at him that it's a, that he knows I'm, I'm doing this. And especially when he says, I miss your old man. And he's like, yeah, me too. All the anger is gone from him. He has nothing left. He's gone. And he makes the decision after he's he got- tells him everything. Tells him everything about the letters. Opie pins Jax and asks him why he didn't like him kill Clay. That's this is kind of like his last burst of like trying to set Jack straight and let him know some things. Yeah. And then he tells him everything. He tells him about Romeo. Opie tells him he made the wrong choice. This is all shit Jax has to live with from here on out. Yeah. So we're back to General Hospital. Tara gives paperwork to, to work the prison, tells Gemma she knows, uh, tells. And then, but I will say, even in this General Hospital soap opera storyline, Tara does give fucking Gemma one of the greatest lines ever. You know what line Well,
1: is? well first of all, go ahead. Say the line. What is it? I'm
0: sure I wrote she it She goes, down. are you going to kill me, sweetheart? Oh, yeah. yeah. She <laughs> goes, I'm not. But my husband might. Yeah, no, that's great. Okay. That is, <laughs> and and this is this is also
1: where I <laughs> this is also where I wrote down that that scarf that Gemma had around her neck. Yeah, It was the size of a towel. <laughs> it was like it was the size like she, she just came out of a sauna. Like and she was out of sauna. Like it's like the the writers went. Let's make sure that the audience understands that we've covered up the hickey now with a scarf. Yeah. Like,
0: they're like, you don't. Oh, there's no scar sunset. Do you have a bed sheet? Yeah, there's yeah. a bed sheet over there. Just throw the bed sheet on. It's a fitted one. Don't worry about it. We won't. Yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So now, have we have we gone over
0: juicy pants running out with Carla? Yeah, I'm not there yet. All right. Keep going. So Dios is right now. Clay and and I mean, Clay and juice. Enter. Okay, good. And again, Clay goes back to being Clay, right? You know, uh, looking around and kind of doing his thing. And Juice does not want to be there. Nope. This is like really, you know, whatever. Again, we're establishing their relationship. yeah. And that's all we see. For now, all we see is that opening, right, of them. Um, okay. We cut back to Jax. You can tell you can tell Jax is basically thinking in his head he's gonna make the sacrifice. That's kind of what we go back to really quick, where the look on Jax's face is like, no, 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 no. I, I can't figure out who's gonna do it. I'm gonna do it, which by the way, still keeps Tig in prison for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Um and I guess the whole point of Pope's mentality was like keep Tig in prison and ultimately he would become like an auto-type character, right? Uh sorry, say that one more it, time. It, like Tig would become you're, like an you're, all, you're all you're all over the No, map no, no, no. I'm just you. saying when Jax is gonna make this sacrifice, you could tell in his eyes because we cut away from Diosa for a minute to go back to Jax. Uh-huh. And then we go back to Diosa. But what right. I'm asking you is. Pope's mentality of keeping Tig in prison is just so he could torture him whenever he wants. Right. Do you know what? This is a good time to talk about
1: it. Yeah. I think Tig was next.
0: After Opie. I think Tig was going to be next. Well, you and I can talk about later. I don't know when those episodes come, but there was a moment where you almost were supposed to die i was supposed to die a million times,
1: just as part of the story. But for real,
0: there was like a conversation
1: that's coming up. That's so. My point is, at the beginning of this season five, for whatever reason, it was time to start killing all the leads. It's just the way it's going to go. I
0: remember that. It's the way it's going to go.
1: So who we going to go? Let's let's take, as you just said earlier, you know, the golden goose, the, the one of the favorite. The he was the 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 good heartbeat of the soa let's mm-hmm. start with him shocker and so i'm not sure that he knew exactly who's going to be next but they were setting tig up to rotten prison to maybe stay in prison and then maybe eight episodes in bit, who knows but i was really ready to go and that whole thing stopped and changed and we were going to figure something else out so
0: this is yes. also a time on television. I want to break for a second and say, this is also a time on television where the way to get eyes was to do shocking shit. Yeah. And, and uh, obviously we shocked everyone with Gemma season two opener, right? Burning of the back season one. And sometimes you become drunk on your own way of doing things. And what happened was, and, and again, this goes back to the uh, vibe Of all of us between season four and five, we started to feel, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, that the characters, why everybody was tuning in, were starting to become maybe not as appreciated. Like, we don't need you, like, and we could just start killing people, but people are still going to watch the show. That was the thought, and we were like, well, maybe, but we're kind of the ones that made the show, right? Like, there was that thought process. Of Yeah, the Reaper is really important, but let's not discount TIG, Juice, Opie, Piney, Clay. I think that there was
1: a moment there where everyone said because Kurt was running the show and he knew he wanted three more seasons, we were going to get them five, six and seven. That was it. That's yeah, we all knew. he had in his head. we were going to do 39 more shows. And I really, I really truly believe that with the success of that show. And it's not about degrees of degrees of who's better or worse. Mm-hmm. Or we were all a team, and so we all thought teamwork is going to be the best way to negotiate, the best way to come to work, best way to stay together till the end, or until we're killed, mm-hmm. like Opie was. And I think I think that the top brass really felt that they could they could do this show with Charlie, or they could do not this Charlie. show with Charlie and Gemma, or they could with do the show with Charlie, Gemma, Gemma, Gemma and, and
0: Yeah, the thought was that you can do the show with those two and you don't need anyone else. Yeah,
1: and we don't really need anyone else. I'm not saying that that's really what happened. And I know you're not either. No. But it got very, oh, we're going to do that when Opie died. Oh, okay. This really will be the beginning of the end then of all of us. We just don't know what season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and again, um, that was a really weird feeling to have as an employer, an employee of a company right because it was like well wait a second am i just going to start losing all my friends and and the people that made this the way it is and because we did so much offset right like that we were like you know we hung out all the time all the time rode together ate broke bread and now you're going to start losing that yeah oh Um, yeah
1: no we started losing it big
0: time uh, Yeah, and we and we started like freaking out a little and um and that was it, right? And it and again it became it became it felt like and I'll be the one to say because I don't give a fuck, is um it felt like it was like there was a less care for all of us and like what got us to where we were, right? Of like, no, 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 make no mistake, our us and our relationship of us being like family is why people are tuning in with the writing, with the Reaper and with the storyline, but the way we are, the way we all love each other and how much we protect, fiercely protect this Reaper crew yeah. that we've created. And now all of a sudden we're going to start losing people. And I, and I think that what it was, was if it just felt like it was, um, it was a scary time because we just didn't know and we didn't want to lose our friends and we also didn't want to get killed off and we didn't know. So with Opie, I think that with Ryan... Wow, it wasn't it was it was way more symbolic than just Opie, which we'll get to in a minute. This, it was it was Ryan
1: too. Th- that that is so right. And what this 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 if we didn't know before, we were stamped with it on our chest all of us right? This is called a business. This show is a show business. business. It's called show business. And from that moment on, from the death of Opie on it was a business. It, it was a business. That's and so you and me, a couple of weeks from now, we're going to talk about it. When we get opium, whenever that is, might be a year from now. Who knows? Ryan's so fucking swamp, But I'm telling you, you and I are going to tell the story of that camping outing that we all had. Mm-hmm to say goodbye to the first true, true lead. And that's no disrespect to the other guys and girls who who we've lost on this show. But Ryan was the beginning of the dinosaurs, the big timber, the big redwoods falling in the California yeah. forest of the really tight of group. the real. Yeah, that's right. And so now from now on, it's called, you know what peeps, this is called a business.
0: Yeah. And, and really get right. used to it. Like while so you thought it. this was like this fun summer yeah. camp, we'd so always film in yeah. the summer and we were having fun. Fun's over. Like we were still gonna have fun, but it's a fucking business. Yeah. So get used to it. So yeah, wait, to, wait till we talk about six and seven seasons. Yeah. Anyway, here we are. All right. Keep, so keep we're going. back to Diosa. Yeah. And and of course, this is when Juice comes out with his shirt half on, and he sees Gemma, and Gemma walks so
1: in. I got a question for you. Yeah. Did you not shoot something? With no. With, oh. Well, let me there think. wasn't. Let me wasn't think. there a little scene think. where you walked in and she went, "So do you want to get naked? Do you want?" And you went, "Well, it's not really necessary. Or <laughs> shouldn't,
0: shouldn't we? Yeah. Or maybe maybe that's coming yeah. up." Yeah. No, I think there is. I think there was. Maybe I, that's I, coming up. Maybe you do it again. No, I think there's uh, either something comes up with her and I again. She, she comes to you and starts tickling you, and you go, "There's no need." Well, you know, should we? Couldn't we just? Or am I making this? Maybe I dreamt it. No, you're not dreaming it. Something happened because I know when, remember when in, in the prior scene to this, she's walking me in the back and I'm like, Carly, Carly. yeah. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. What are we doing here? Come and on, what are we doing? And
1: then yeah. you're coming, of course, because you're such a sexy motherfucker. You got to have the shirt kind of half off
0: or yeah. half on. I was working out too much to not You were working out so much. On. Yeah, I had to do some. And then when he sees Gemma, he's like, Clay, he's not here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Now she comes running back and Um, I don't, I'm, I'm sadly not going to remember the girl's name. Who's in Ashley Tisdale. Thank you. She's a super famous Disney actress.
1: Well, she's a, she's a singer, dancer, voiceover. She's beautiful. Who got her to do a nice little guest? She did two episodes.
0: Apparently was a big fan of the show. Okay. Apparently was a big fan of the show. Kurt, you know, liked to do that at times, right? Put her on. It's always good for her. I just remember there was a lot of paparazzi there at the time. A lot of paparazzi, a lot of paparazzi, a lot of TMZ, a lot of TMZ. She was on the show. Gemma beats the snot out of her. Clay is enjoying the shit out of it. Yeah. Um,
1: and, and yeah, and and, and and I sorry, and I and I did say <laughs> like Gemma's punching her out, and Clay has this smirk on his face. And I said I said in here, Theo, I said, that's probably the best day on set for Proman in quite some time.
0: Well, oh, he's got his shoes and socks off. He's got those big, big lug feet airing big out. Big lug feet, and his and his
1: former wife, even though he's still married to Gemma, is punching the crap out of his chick. And he's ah, there's my girl.
0: That's right. There's my That's my. Exa- and he's just doing his thing. Loving Jimmy, it. And Jimmy and I come running in. So here we go, bud. We go back to the prison. Jack's trying to just say that we decide our faith. Nobody tells us what to do now for me as an audience member, I'm going, well, what does that mean? What's he going to do? Like, what, what, what is it? What are you going to do? You can't break out. Like, what are you going to do? um, But he's like, nobody tells us what we do. And you guys are all in that room. Now, I was there that night. I I remember you guys filming all this. Well,
1: don't give it away as to why you were there because it's a special story.
0: Yes. But that whole night in that prison, which was built right in the front of our stages, um and sometimes tarped yeah, we were for night. we were on our
1: lot. We were on our yeah, lot. We
0: were on our lot, uh on our lot, sometimes tarped for night, right? If it was daytime. Yeah. yeah. And you and when you would walk in that door from outside, it would be pitch black in there. Couldn't even yeah. see your hand in front of your face. And um he basically says, I'm gonna do this, you know. Uh we we make our own decision. And then OP out of nowhere headbutts this guard. He's made the choice. He's going in the box.
1: Well, and I just wonder what it was like for the audience. This is 2012. Fuck me. It's Tuesday night. It's at 1048 at night. Your Nine time zone. Ago. And there's no way. Everyone's thinking Tig's got to be the guy. One hundred. Maybe Chibs
0: maybe Jax is going to give himself up and then he doesn't die somehow because maybe somebody maybe like maybe somebody goes you're bailed out like you guys Something. gotta go Stay by the bell yeah but when when
1: when opie headbutts that guard and gets pulled in and before the three of us and we're yelling and screaming me but and then Shibu, he says
0: that line And then he says that line, he says it like under his breath, like almost muddled. He looks at him and he goes, I got this. I got this. Are you fucking kidding me? It's
1: it's one of the most iconic lines of our entire seven seasons. I got this. People could never shake that line.
0: He looks at him with like this kind of half smile. I got this. They start bringing everyone in the box. And still, you're still sitting there going, "No, it's gonna be, it's fine." Like again, he's okay. Like this is okay. Couple of hits happen, pipe to the face. It's. I don't know.
1: I don't know if you if you noticed. You can't take, can't look. Thank you. Take, can't look. I literally couldn't look. You couldn't look. I refused to watch what, what I was responsible. Was. Yeah, no, I I didn't want to. And Adam Mark and saw me do it, and he just went, "You're." And I went, "Yeah, I can't." He goes, "Perfect." And I, he never saw my face when he died. You never. I just couldn't couldn't face it.
0: No, you can look. We're and, all there now. What people and we'll get we'll get to this. Well, one script, more, but one, one more thing, and film. then I'll
1: let you tell. Uh, sorry, one more thing. I and I got it. And people know this. You certainly do. But when Thomas Flanagan. Starts mm-hmm. to scream from the bowels of his gut.
0: Mm-hmm. Banging on the glass.
1: I and and Hanum is pounding on that glass so hard I thought he was going to break his hand. It didn't take much for me not to look. The pain from what those two boys were doing um was was palpable. I felt it, I heard it. It was
0: it was stunning. Anyway, go ahead. Can I ask a question on how you guys film that? Because we, you and I know this, and the audience doesn't so. There was a lot of filming on you guys outside the glass. Did Opie and them mime it for you on that? Did they mime or was there no one there? Were you guys acting to nothing or were you acting to Opie and them doing the scene?
1: We, 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 were, we were watching it happen. We were, we were watching it happen. In other words, a camera was in a position of filming the fight. They didn't know how they were going to edit it yet, but there was a camera filming the fight and there was a fucking camera right on the three of us, even though my back oh, was shit. Turned.
0: Okay. So they filmed it at the same time. That's two unusual. two cameras. Oh yeah. That's no, unusual. no. Two,
1: well, we had a lot of two camera stuff going on, but not for that stuff. That was unusual for such a big scene, but it was big enough to put a camera hidden, do the whole fight and put
0: another camera that we could see us. So, but that's, it was happening. That's why it was so good. It, it, it was totally happening. Because usually in filming, you know, this is they got to film the fight the whole time with two cameras, then they'll turn everything around. Oh, no, they and they did.
1: I don't want to get I don't want to confuse you. They did. But for the first time to, to film us, they did the fight so we could see it. So we actually were reacting when the camera was on us. And then we got rid of us and just did a couple of cameras of the fight. And we weren't on. And then, when they were all done with their close-ups, forget about Ryan for a second, then they put a camera just through the glass watching Tommy and Charlie go nuts, and they did the fight behind the camera, because we knew what the fight was already. And then, of course, and then you can take over, but basically, when it was time to turn the camera around, and us three were not in the shot at all, and it was going to be Opie's last shot when he goes down to the knees when he goes to his knees and takes the last shot, whatever that is mm-hmm. and he looks up at the glass to see the three of us mm-hmm. tell the audience what we did
0: well uh, i i i have to first say that that is the big credit and shout out to the stunt team to everyone <sighs> who uh organized how it was going to be done meaning that whoever choreographed the fight scene, great. Which probably Norris, right. Is, great. Is, uh, is let him get in a few shots, give the audience hope. Then they grab him. The big guy grabs him. He gets hit first in the head and you go, Oh shit, this isn't good. Right. This is mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. And then he drops to the knee, both knees, looks up at Jack's and, just to tell the people who are listening and watching is what in the, in the scene that you're seeing on television, TIG Chibs Jax are behind that glass. That's who's in the scene on TV in real life, in the life of us as people, as the really tight unit that we were, Bobby and I were also added to that. And all the prospects came. DL, DL came. Prospects. Um, all the prospects were there. Proman was doing something else. He couldn't show up that night. I don't think he was there. Everyone was there. We were all there. And And so from the other side of glass. Glass.
1: When Ryan looks up, can you imagine this? And action. They snuck us in, and he looks up at the glass, completely shell blood. Last shot, and he's looking up. And there was 12 of us behind the glass
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's what he saw.
0: Oh God. I'm it's like tearing gone, up right now. I couldn't stop crying. I remember I, it's so funny that it just impacted me. Now I couldn't stop crying when it happened. Right. Because I, it, come on, it, it was, come on. We, we watched him do that. Look, I wasn't even working. I, I remember no, riding, riding up on my motorcycle. In, I came
1: in for yours. Everyone came in. Yeah, when I, everybody came can't in. Can't wait for everybody. to talk about that. Enjoy but we the
0: were pie. so tight, and when he did that, and he looked up, I remember being so heartbroken. I was so in juice, like in juice mode, and everything was in impacting me. And I remember us all looking at each other. And you guys were in costume. You guys were like in the scene. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And, you know, again, the way it plays, they added that noise and Foley of that steel hitting his head. Um, probably one of the most brutal things I've heard. I, I still looked away even last night. Um, yeah. And shattered, uh, shattered his head. It, it shattered it, it, his head. There was There's there. no like if you're if you're if you have half a brain, you go. He's dead. Like there was no coming back from it. Right. You knew that it was it. And then to solidify it, they showed Jax's face. Well, and I just wrote down, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm not sure I've
1: ever seen that look on Charlie slash Jax's face ever before or ever after. Never. That look is something you can never, nor should you ever plan anything when you act. But that was right from the heart. That fully was broken. a fully fucking broken,
0: fully broken. And, and the truth is that fully broken earns us so much later, not just well, in this episode, but no later. Shit. Like he's and, gone. And now we continue yeah.
1: down the hallway. And you said it earlier, Rossi, and you're right. This man called Jack's teller will be forever changed. This is never it. the same. It's never the same.
0: And I got to tell you, and he's walking down. Me, go ahead.
1: No, I was just saying he's walking down the hallway yep. with that guard who yep. we've been giving so many kudos to. Yep. And he and he and doesn't stop walking. He just goes, "I'm getting released, and when I do, I'm going to find out who you are and where you live, and then I'm going to kill you."
0: Very simple. It was just simple. You're done. That,
1: that guard knew. Oh, he's done. He's he, he better he better move to freaking Saskatchewan. Yeah. up where the bugs come and charlie yeah. would he hates bugs so he's not going to go up there and get him no because we will find him
0: but here is this is where i knew that the it, the, the scene impacted me a lot i got mad when they cut to gemmer and nero i was like i don't fucking need to see them i was like get back to don't like care. i don't fucking care I was like, the only I reason care.
1: why they would do that rossi and i wrote this down is because the entire world of soa watchers they all need to smoke a big fat doobie. If you're into that sort of thing, yeah. like Gemma was, they are going stop, stop, stop. Hang on. Roll,
0: roll. Light roll, it. Let like, me smoke. Let me smoke. But I was literally like, I don't fuck. It almost made me like resentful of them. I was like, get them off the fucking screen. I don't care. Go back to Jack's, <laughs> go back to everyone. I want to see them. I want to, I want to be with them. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm in pain. Like I need to be with them. And then I couldn't agree more. Then we go to Jackson. This meeting with Pope, and this is this is an interesting turn for the audience because I know it was a really interesting turn for me. Is he plays this where he needs Tig outside, which is by the way just really fucking good writing to get Tig out. Yeah. Um, and then he says a line Pope that I will never forget. I actually wrote it down for myself. Pain will take you to the next level. It's what makes players into kings, right? Yeah. Um beautiful line. It's a beautiful line and it's a good move there because, you know, this adds a nice color to Tig's character, right? Coming up. Um well, having, having well.
1: That. And I got to tell you the audience is watching this, the millions around the world, they're going like this is going to play so beautifully at the end of this season
0: mm-hmm. when we
1: get to show 13. Yeah. It's going to play into everything that we're about to witness and be uh, a part of, but yeah, Jax gets TIG out.
0: So he calls Tara. We get into this montage sequence. Um, he doesn't tell her. Then the cops come in and this is, we're in the montage. Now the cops come in and bust Diosa. why is that? Do we know who did that?
1: Well, and, and, and can I just, I just got to say, hang on one second. Cause um, it looks like Pope, first of all, Pope is basically running that prison. And that's just kind of fucking crazy. And, and, and Jack's brings something up about, can you stop the home invasions? And, yes. and, and Thank Pope you. went, Pope went, it's not, not me. us. Not it's us. Not, not us. And he goes, well, then it must be the, the Niners and Pope goes, better fucking
0: not be better. Not be. So, so you realize that Pope isn't doing those right now. That's, a big, yeah, that's yeah. a big part, big part. And then as so you can said, I the ask Mont- you a question. What, who, then who sends the cops to Diosa, Do we know yet? I don't have a fucking clue. Clay is it? Clay? Clay wouldn't have the the, the
1: balls to send cops to. Why would he do that? Clay can well, barely put maybe, maybe we'll in his find out. Well, we better find out. But didn't you find it weird, Rossi? Where the the song starts and the montage, as
0: you said, starts to begin, and then boom, it, it stops. stops. I know I that's the the say, first, we never do that in shows. We never do that. Usually when the song starts,
1: the show's over, you know, it's the beginning of the end of that show. That's right.
0: Not this one. Boom. It's because over. Now the song ends and we go back to Jack's telling Tig to give us a minute, which, by the way, Tig just listened when he said that, like, give us a minute for him and Chibs. What was the point of that? What? Why do you think he listened so easily? You mean, you mean.
1: Tig could hear what Chibs and Jax were no, saying.
0: why do you think Tig Tig it, it didn't even question it? Is it because Chibs is the new? Uh, no, because Tig Opie's dead mm. because of Tig. Mm. Opie's dead.
1: Jax could say, "Go put a bullet in two of those." He he would do that. That's right. He's a bruised, beaten up dog right now. That, that is loved or not loved or loved or not loved. And right now is not the time to hang on. I want to stay. No, 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 no. Whatever Jack says uh, Tiggs going to do. It's probably the weakest he's probably felt as a character in the entire seven seasons. 100%. Right, right this there. is the
0: weakest I've ever seen Tig. The weakest yeah. you've ever played him. I think that's so, right. So then Chibs, he tells Chibs what's up. He basically tells him everything. Jax tells him you know, what the situation is. And didn't you feel, Theo, that this is going to be maybe the beginning of a relationship between Chibs
1: and and, and Jack's, meaning that Chibs is the new sergeant at arms. Yes. Um, Bobby's the VP, but Bobby's, you know, but Chibs becomes the new guy. He's always been Jackie Boy, Jackie Boy, Jackie Boy, but
0: it was always Clay. Clay's yes. out. I, yeah, I he think, has I, to become like the emotional support. Yeah, to him. yeah. And and I'll tell you, so he has to become the emotional support to him, and that starts those fucking rooftop talks that we'll get to later, which was like <laughs> two hours, which I can't stand. But whatever. So you should, you should
1: have been in them with me, and I didn't talk. I mean, that was oh my God. brutal.
0: So he calls take over. Yeah, this is really important to me because um you're neutered tig's neutered yeah he's finished at this point yeah but he gets a second life at this moment right he gets a lifeline um you played him so confused at this point like like almost like really lost and i'm really interested to now follow the journey different cuz i don't think at the time when we were doing this i blamed tig as much as i do now um, and to see his comeback from this, right? Um, your build up, your build back, I should say. This must have been a really confusing time with the character because you didn't know a lot, right?
1: I just know that this scene is the most Shakespearean this show has been for quite some time. I remember Jack's being Charlie being told, sit up, take when you come. I want you to be down mm. the king up there. You're you're the servant down here. However you want to process that. I remember Sutter saying something like that. I remember Charlie listening to something like that. It's, it's like Jax has saved Tig's life. And because I've just lost my best friend, 90% because of you, 100%, 50%, whatever percentage you want to put in this mess that we're all in, you will forever from now and you watch, I kind of remember this now a little bit. Tig, he's on Jax's side
0: fucking one hundred percent. And yeah, it's it's a very strange thing. Right. Time. And I remember I remember, and again, we will wait till I, I don't like making assumptions, but there is a part where you think Jax is gonna like fuck him over, right? And like there's this whole like duplicity thing. Yeah, there's that that all wow. coming up. Coming but, up. I mean, you talk about the hills and valleys of a character, you know, which you and I have been so fortunate to do on this show. But look at Tig in that scene, and then look at Tig in, like, season one. Yeah. I mean, just like, like, up, down, up, down, like, everywhere. And, you know... Charles and I would, t- I just told you that Charles and I went out to uh, Yeah, I'm so
1: glad you're still seeing him. I love We went that out guy. to
0: lunch yesterday and I told you he said something that was really interesting. I'm going to give him credit cuz I know he listens to these. He said on TV it's really easy different from film. to Film, you and I know we craft characters, we get to become them, we get to kind of take a chance and then we set them and then we can We only have a short time. I mean, when I say short time, some movies go five months, but you only have a short time to live with this character. And then it's gone unless there's sequels, which is, you know, whatever. That's not really what we do, but it's like, okay, so we do it. And we go with TV actors can get comfortable in characters, meaning that if you're on a hit show, you can be the same character for seven years and people will go, man, he's really good on that show. But really, you haven't really done much since you've become no stretching. That same, there's been no, there's stretching. no stretching. You've been that same person, especially if you're on like a procedural type show, like a cop or whatever. You yeah. might have an emotional moment, but usually you track in the same in the same line across the whole thing. You and I were so fortunate. Opie was so fortunate, you know. No, a lot of fortunate that we got to kind of go everywhere. Right. And go and, and almost like reinvent. Yeah, and them I, I, I told
1: time. you this, you know, this, and the, and our fans know this probably, but I, when Sutter, I, I he said, I said, you got to show me something and he showed me a scene that was so violent. And so I said, it's not for me. It's not for me. I, I got to see more. I got to. And he looked me in the face and he said, I don't, I don't have more yet. I've got ideas, but trust me, Kim, come along because Tig Trager is going to be psychotic. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Does he be the sergeant, yeah. Does he make me? Yeah, shoots before he think, yeah. But he's gonna cry. He's gonna laugh. He's gonna he's gonna be a moral compass of the yeah. club. You need to come along and trust me, please. And he he was right. I mean, no matter how much more we all wanted or less, or I don't understand what this is about. There's no doubt that you and I were on that side of the tree that was given a character that you just said: the hills and the valleys yep. and the mountains and yep. the streams. We got to play that shit, man, for seven years, and it was fucking beautiful. And this yeah. is the moment where you've never seen, and I don't think you ever see Tig like that ever again. That moment right here. Yeah.
0: And, 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 you know, this is, and, and using the Opie one as an example, because this is kind of the, the last, you know, we kind of see of him. I mean, I know we do see him in episode five, so we weren't wrong. Um, I think it was Marlon Brando who said it, or maybe Carl Malden or somebody said, you know, the greatest actors, you know, and the greatest <clears throat> characters you could play are dangerous with vulnerability. Yeah. And there's beautiful. also a kindness to them. There's like these three beautiful. elements that you beautiful. look for. And, uh, Opie really had the same thing that, you know, you and I were fortunate in, and a lot of other people that a lot of characters on sons had where they're dangerous, but they're also vulnerable. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and man, Opie kind of got to show He's, it all in this episode. He did.
1: And, and, you know, him tossing jacks around in that prison. And, yeah. you know, just the last scene that they were doing, even though it was elongated, broke up into two or three scenes. He's tossing him around and we wouldn't be here if he would have let me kill Clay. And, you know, yep. there's just so many. But, 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 man, when Opie exploded with me, beat the crap out of me and mm-hmm. I'm doing it, just hit me more, kill me. I don't, I, you know, just stuff like that where it came out of
0: nowhere for opie and ryan played those those beats he's really good at playing the oak man he was the oak he was the redwood you know he was the redwood in the redwood original where you couldn't get through the bark sometimes where he'd be like he'd be talking to uh uh lila's character and you're like what does he mean what does he he you know what does he really feel yeah and and then you know the stuff with piney and and all this kind of stuff and um this really is Man, I don't know if the show's ever the same after this. I don't know. Isn't it cool
1: that we get to experience these freaking reviews in a show we've seen a third of the episodes, and to forget certain things, but then to remember certain things? I remember I shot a scene; it didn't make the final cut. And 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 the opie death. Look how emotional you got today. I mean, oh honestly, I literally almost broke. Come on. I mean, come on. Nine years ago. It's almost ten years ago. Come on, two thousand twelve. Come on. Opie. anyway fuck off all right fuck off that I was so you. good that was i love you
0: more r.i.p opie winston what was opie? hey do you know opie's first name the character no me neither if anybody knows it tell us because i don't know either i do know oh, they know they know a, it all there was a first name um all right oh harry so, harry harry harry, harry? i got it yes, yes! <laughs> i got it before we left Harry you. Opie wins. You, you in the golden ribbon all right I love you brother get out hey I here.
1: love you too hey all Emilio right. I think and that was an incredible episode bro wow hard stuff to talk about
0: mm. Oof, what an episode <laughs> monumental hey love we you. got this See ya. I love you buddy love bye, you buddy bye thank you so much for listening I appreciate each and every one of you you know the deal theory pod hashtag theory pod capital t-h-e-o small r-y capital p-o-d if we're talking reaper reviews it's the hashtag reaper reviews with the double r go everywhere where the where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow apple spotify google iheart wherever and uh and then if you want to see the videos go on to youtube and subscribe to the page we got some cool stuff coming um Like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference. All right? All right. Hey, yo. Shout out to my crew, the Theory Team. The Team, okay? Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash. To the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello. To the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, Uh, or as we say in New York, big up um incredible people incredible humans and i'm fortunate and proud to have them